guys! Welcome to the Creative Chica Podcast. My name is Cornina and I'll be your host. Join me as we talk about creativity, tips and tricks, and stories from different designers. I hope this helps you on your creative journey. Tara, chikaan tayo. Enjoy! Welcome to the first episode of the Creative Chica Podcast. My name is Cornina. I'm a graphic designer and I create art illustrations on the side. Now, I'm not a professor or a graphic design expert in the industry, but I just want to share my experience as a designer and hopefully this can benefit you in a way and it might help you on your journey as a creative as well. Okay, so I took up advertising arts and back then I had this mindset that to be successful in our field, I need to have a job at an advertising agency. But that's not always the case, as there are other options that you can choose from besides working at an advertising agency. Naalala ko pa nun, natatakot kami mag-ad agency kasi may mga naririnig kami mga stories na parang lagi ka mag-OT, tapos patayan daw talaga doon. <laughs> well, I'm not trying to scare you, but Those are some of the horror stories that you'll hear when you're studying advertising. And don't get me wrong though, I admit, I didn't want to work in an ad agency because of those stories, but over the years, I realized that I actually want to try and work in an environment like that. However, I want to share these other types of design jobs that you can explore after graduation. Okay, here are three of them in an agency or studio, in-house, or freelance. Just to give you some context, I was an in-house designer for a lot of years and was able to experience being a full-time freelancer for less than a year, and I'm currently working in a design agency. So in an agency, this is not limited to advertising. This could also mean marketing, social media, and branding. I guess the main point is, you'll be having an external client who will be needing your services, your design services, to promote their brands or their products. You'll be working on multiple projects and multiple clients. This can be a challenge, but don't worry because you'll be working with the team when it comes to these projects. Oh, not to mention the deadlines that sometimes you need to render overtime. Sometimes you need to stay for longer hours or even days because of certain deadlines. This is just the reality of it. However, if you're really into the design or the project that you're working on, then it's up to you if you'll make a big deal out of it. I guess choose your battles na lang. If nag-enjoy ka naman sa ginagawa mo, eh, yung konting hours na isasacrifice mo to be able to finish that project, okay na din yun. Achievement mo din yun. Pag natapos mo yun. I mean, achievement kasi you work hard for it. And this can be fun if you're working with big products or big budget projects. Just consider that you'll always be working with the team. And you need to be flexible about how your team will manage this or about the client's, um, the client's feedback or what the client wants. Okay, in an agency, you can choose from those big agencies, which can be quite a jungle. Medyo mahirap din mag-excel sa mga big agencies because of the corporate ladder. However, there are those smaller agencies or studio na 
I guess, mas maluwag compared dun sa mga big agencies. And sa mga naririnig ko, yung mga small agencies, sila yung nag-i-struggle talaga kasi, for example, they have um big client and yung big budgets, pero since small agency ka or studio ka, konti lang yung tao mo, medyo mag-i-struggle ka. Like, minsan kailangan mo pa mag-multitask. Well, for me, I think mas matututo ka kung ganun. Kasi mas marami kang makakawaka, mag marami kang matututunan na skills pag ganun. So, ayun lang naman for me. Pag big agencies naman, matututo ka sa mga mentors mo kasi sila talaga yung mga ano nila, yung mga knowledge nila about design. And yun nga, matagal na sila dun sa ano eh, sa field na yun. So, I guess what I kind of like about the agency is that you get to work on different brandings compared to in-house. Okay, sa in-house naman, since the rise of social media and tech companies, and not to mention that it's way more cheaper than outsourcing in an advertising agency, companies started hiring their own design team. These are designers working internally at the company. They work on one specific brand or the brands under the group of companies. Um, limited branding lang yung mga ginagawa nila. Um, for example, for example, lang. so Golden ABC. Under Golden ABC, you have Pen Shop, Oxygen, Pegata, and sometimes dun sa, um, dun sa Golden ABC, meron isang designer na pwede, niyang, pwede siyang gumawa sa Regata. Pwede siyang gumawa sa pen shop or sa oxygen. Pero kailangan niyang sundin yung brandings ng, ng regata, oxygen, and pen shop. Na iba-iba yung brandings na. Pero, pwede, I mean, get. Kasi yung designer na yun, pwede umiikot lang dun sa tatlong brands na yun. Or yung mga brands under that company. So, ayun, pwede, niya, pwede siya mag-explore sa mga brands na yon Pero, yun nga, limited. Compare sa ad agency na iba-iba talagang brandings, iba-ibang companies yung may explore mo. So, I guess, some of the challenges that you'll face in being a in-house designer is that sometimes, like for me, I experienced being a designer at a bank. So, may time na ako lang yung designer doon. And sometimes you have to defend your artwork. Like, why is the color like this? Why is the design like that? It's kind of like there's science in that design that you need to apply. Na hindi lang siya maganda. Ano na siya? Like, yung mga hierarchy and yung, yung mga alignment, hierarchy, margins, and dapat mukha siyang yung maayos. Mukha siyang maayos. Yung ganun. So, you have to defend yourself. Like, for example, meron silang gusto ipalagay doon sa artwork na yun, pero feeling mo hindi siya okay. So, you need to defend yourself. Like, why is it not okay for this thing to be in that design? Because it would look 
cluttered or masyado nang sumisigaw yung artwork mo or yung layout mo. Yung ganun, you need to defend your artwork. Kasi nga, ikaw, madalas, ikaw lang yung artist doon. And sometimes, hihingi ka ng feedback. Ang sasabihin ng nila, oo, okay na yan, maganda yan. Compare sa ad agency, pag humingi ka ng feedback, pwede silang magdagdag ng mga inputs nila about that layout kung paano pa mas mapapaganda, mas mapapaayos, mas okay tingnan in terms of design. I mean, sa in-house naman, pwede naman nilang sabihin. But, iba pa din. Like, madalas, mm, madalas mo maririnig is sasabihin lang nila, oh, okay, maganda na yan, okay na yan, post na natin yan, <laughs> pakunit na natin yan. Ganon. Well, I guess being an in-house designer, then you get to multitask. Like, hindi lang ikaw dun sa design, hindi ka lang sa layout. Baka mamaya pwede ka rin paggawan ng video or papuntahin sa mga events or minsan, papagawan ka din nila ng mga admin works. Na-experience ko din yung makipag-usap sa supplier. So, okay din yun. For me, I think, for me, okay yun na na-experience ko makipag-usap, makipag-interact sa supplier sa iba't ibang sa iba't ibang department, yung mga yung mga nire-request nilang materials, marketing materials. So, I guess, <clears throat> I guess for me, okay siya. Kasi, I get to I get to communicate with other people kung ano yung mga gusto nilang about the materials that they need. I'm not sure pag sa design agency, ganun din, but so far, sa design agency that I'm working for right now. Hindi ko yung nagagawa eh. Hindi ako nakakapag-usap sa mga clients or hindi ako nakakapag-usap sa mga um, suppliers. Kami-kami lang team, design team, kami-kami lang nag-uusap. Whereas sa in-house, kung sino-sino pwede mo maka-interact, iba-ibang department, tas yung mga suppliers sa labas. And ayun, Ayun, I guess. Yes, masaya din naman sa in-house. Dami ka na-explore. Masaya din naman sa this, sa design agency. But, sa in-house, you're just stuck with one branding or limited lang yung branding. So, you need to be creative and find other ways to be able to advertise or to um, create designs that won't be repetitive. It needs to be dynamic, but nobody will be enticed to look at the same advertisement again and again and again. Sabi mo, ah, yun na naman? Ito na naman? Ha? Wala nang bago? Ganito na naman? Ganito na naman tayo? Parang ganun. The last one is being a freelance. So it's kind of similar to an agency, but in this case, You're a one-man team and you are the boss of your own company. So you hold the time, the projects that you receive, and you can work at the comforts of your home. And with that, you need to keep motivating yourself because you are the only one who's working on a certain project. Okay, this is how others see it. Is that when someone is looking for a freelancer, you kind of fill up a job position in that company. Sometimes you're kind of like a temporary employee. And I guess 
being a freelancer is kind of tricky because you can start from being a freelancer and then progress to becoming a an agency or a small agency once you get enough clients and then you'll be hiring new people to help you out on these projects i guess if you're really planning to have your own agency then that's the direction that you can take you just need to consider that these things take time and hard work so be patient and just keep working my experience with freelance is that um it's kind of it's kind of hard because sometimes you have clients sometimes sometimes you don't like it's not a regular thing i guess you're you'd be lucky enough to have a client a regular client i mean for me when i became a freelancer i had a regular client like ako talaga yung designer nila but it's not enough to sustain me financially so i needed to have a day job but i can still work as a freelancer on the side so i guess you can do that as well like you have a day job and do freelance you can actually do this while you're still studying some of my classmates back in university they actually do this like this mm, like may mga racket sila so i guess you can also do that while you're still in your university that would help you um adjust when you started working on the real world after graduation so yeah um some of the tips that i got from other designers is that you need to have a specialization like what are what's your what do you specialize on you specialize on videography on layout design on logo design or storyboarding art illustration you need to be clear that this is your specialization when you present your portfolio to um potential clients because if you're familiar with the saying the jack of all trades master of none it's kind of like that being a jack of all trades is not bad really i'm also a jack of all trades but i guess when it comes to um you re- if you're having a hard time getting clients then i guess you need to focus on having your own specialization another tip is that you have to be easy to work with have clear communication and adhere to the values of your client because you may be the best but they're having difficulties handling you okay that's not going to work i guess we can talk about this more on the next episodes I'll bring in some people para mas malawak yung discussion. So that's it for this episode. I hope this talk was helpful and thank you for listening until the very end. I plan to do a lot of these. Um share my design journey and probably I'll invite some guests on this podcast para mas malawak yung knowledge natin when it comes to design. Cuz for me, I'm still learning pa din naman. Eh. And I want to, and I just want to share my current knowledge. Actually, you know the reason why I'm having this podcast, because I love listening to different designers and learning from them. And I can't wait for you guys to hear from these designers. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to follow. And again, thank you for listening. Let's talk again soon. Bye.
Bye-bye.